Congratulations, class of 2020. You have come a long ways, and you have gone through a lot of homework, a lot of papers, a lot of quizzes and tests, and you've been successful. You have been educated, and your education has set you up well to face what lies ahead. Just think back to the things you've learned. You know who you are. You know what makes you a unique individual. You know where, you're, where you come from. You know how all things came to be, what you can see and what you can't see. You know where everything's headed. You know what is in the future. And most significantly, you know why you're here in this place, in this time. You know that because you've been educated. And it's upon this kind of time that we remember the fact that you have learned so many things. You have learned multiple subjects, multiple disciplines. You've spent countless hours, sleepless nights, long practices, things in which your family has supported you for so many years. You know principles and truths of life. You don't know what life is. You know that life matters. And more importantly than that, you understand why life matters. Because you've been educated and come through your education successfully. And it's at this time in your life that I direct your attention to God's Word. And specifically in God's Word, to the words of the wisest man who ever lived, save the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who took on human flesh. That wisest man was Solomon. He was the son of King David. And he wrote three books in our Bibles through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit of God. The books of Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and the Song of Solomon. I want to direct your attention to the last chapter of Ecclesiastes tonight, which is chapter 12. The reason I draw your attention to this is because of how appropriate it is for you at this time in your life. Because it addresses those who are young. His point is plain, and his reasons are compelling. I read from Ecclesiastes 12.1. Remember also your Creator in the days of your youth, before the evil days come and the years draw near, of which you will say, I have no pleasure in them. The wisest man on earth says, Remember your Creator in your youth. What does it mean to remember? Well, you all know what it means to remember. You've been challenged with that for years by your teacher, who said on a regular basis, take out a sheet of paper and number it 1 to 10. And you have been challenged to recall what you have learned and you have hoped that you would remember what you have studied so diligently. But when Solomon talks about remembering... He's not addressing the memory, but he's addressing the will. He's telling the young to remember. He's not testing their memories. There's a difference between the Hebrew term for remember than our English understanding of remember. In this verse, it means to choose to act on what you know. So think back to Noah and the ark. You remember that he... His family and all the animals were on the ark, 
when the entire globe was covered in water. And the Bible tells us in Genesis 8-1 that God remembered them. And that's not to impress us that God was able to recall the eight remaining people who existed on the earth. Instead, it's to say that God took note of them and made the choice to act on their behalf and caused the waters to recede so that the ark could rest on the mountain and they could return to dry land. So, Solomon here commands those who are young to remember, which is to bring that one to mind and act accordingly. And he calls them to remember someone. The Bible says, remember also your creator. On the very first page of your Bible, you learned in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the second book, we read in, in six days, six days the Lord made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them, and he rested on the seventh day. God made everything out of nothing because he is the creator, and he is the one who must be remembered. Now, why is that? Well, thankfully, Solomon explains why, and he gives us compelling reasons why we must remember him. You see, if you don't remember your Creator now, you will regret it later. Here's why. When you're young, you have choices before you. You see, in the next dozen years, you are going to make some of life's most important questions. Think about it. You'll make the choice of what job to have, perhaps to go on in further education and then take a job. You'll choose where to live. You'll choose perhaps a spouse to share your life with. Or perhaps you'll choose then to begin to build your home. I think back for myself. In the dozen years following my high school education, I invested over $100,000 in three degrees. I got a place. I got married. And I had two children. And then I took a pastorate in central New York, Waterville. All those things in those short years following my high school graduation. And if you talk to your parents, your grandparents, they're going to have similar stories about the fact that the choices they made at your age set the trajectory for their entire life. And the choices that they made years ago is why you're here and why your childhood was in Waterville, New York. So time, the time of youth is a time that you have choices. Yet in just a few dozen years, the choices of life will have been made. You see, your course is going to be set. And down the line, what's going to happen to your abilities, both physical and mental, is that they will begin to decline. And that's actually something that Solomon, the wisest man on earth, talks about in the following verses. He talks about their diminishing abilities that come over time. He mentions things like failing eyesight. He even talks about the fear of what is high. Perhaps you didn't even realize that the Bible talks about the fear of heights. But when people come to mature age, they slow down. They walk gingerly. They're very careful. Whereas a young age, we're bebopping around without a care in the world. That is to show us that when we're young, we live without fear. But when we, when we become old, things change. Things that we once took for granted, like the ability to see, 
that diminishes. So Solomon's reason to remember your creator is because there's a window of time that you're able to make choices. And you're entering that window right now. And when you talk to your parents and your grandparents, you'll hear them talk about the window for them closing because you'll hear them talk about what used to be and how everything for them has changed. And it's not that things have changed for the worse, but the point is the changes have been made now and there's no rewind button for life. So given there is a window of choices, Solomon gives this advice just a few verses earlier in chapter 11, verse 9. Solomon says, Rejoice, O young man, in your youth, and let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. Walk in the ways of your heart and the sight of your eyes. So here's the point. God has set many blessings before you, so enjoy them. Enjoy the further education that you might choose. Enjoy the occupation that you'll choose. Enjoy the spouse that one day you'll choose. Enjoy the place that you choose to settle down in. Enjoy building your home because those are God's gifts to you. But with that call to enjoy, Solomon gives them a warning. He says at the end of verse 11, or at the end of verse 9, but know that for all these things, God will bring you into judgment. You see, what is chosen today will be reviewed in the tomorrow that you stand before your Creator, who will evaluate each and every deed, each and every word or post or tweet, and each and every thought, the things that you thought about tweeting or posting and never did. All of those he will speak with you about and evaluate. So Solomon's call here is to remember your creator, which is meant that you need to pursue life in a blessed way that doesn't bring about regrets. So class of 2020, as you have the choices of life before you, make memories. Don't stack up regrets. And the way you do that is to make the choice to consider your creator in every decision you make. Because he has made you in his image, either male or female, for his glory. You see, that's who you are. That's where you came from. And that's why you're here.